When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 150 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino. You know, I loved the 100th episode because it was a nice milestone and we did something special for it. And I've thought about what to do for future milestone episodes, and I haven't quite come up with anything yet. Uh, and here we are at 150, which is something of a milestone, though hopefully the show will go on for thousands and thousands of episodes and 150 will seem like pennies one day. Lo and behold, a special event has been plopped into my lap unexpectedly to celebrate 150. And that is that this is part one of OLA's very first two-parter. Yes, we have a question that came in that, to me, warrants two episodes, not only to answer the question in full, but because I think the nature of the question is really important for self-development practitioners new and old. Hopefully you'll feel the same. So, let's start with part one. I am in my mid-30s and single for the first time since I was 18 after ending a long-term relationship. I am finding that the circumstances of 2020 are providing me with a great opportunity to go inward and figure out my own identity as a single person. In doing so, I keep coming across words like beliefs, values, purpose, vision, goals, interests, all of these concepts that are apparently part of who I am and the type of life I want to create for myself. However, I've noticed that these words get thrown around a lot without much definition, Hence, I am struggling to fully understand what they actually mean, how they fit together in practice, and how I can use these concepts to form a really strong personal identity. I have to say, this is one of the more exciting questions that has come through my inbox, or across my desk, as people say. Uh, I'm usually a sucker for the particularly dramatic ones, I won't lie, but I feel like you're on the cusp of a whole new life for yourself, really discovering who you are and starting from a totally blank slate in your mid-30s. I don't know how much time you spent on self-development before this. I kind of get the feeling it's not too much if you're looking for clarification on these terms, uh, though I don't want to discredit how irresponsibly they can be thrown around and how confusing it can be even for those who do spend a lot of time on this stuff, like you said. Either way, it is such a privilege to be able to set the record straight a little bit. I could spend a lot of time going through all of the words you've listed, a lot of time, so what I will do here for you is summarize what they mean based on my interpretation in order of how you ask them, uh, talk about how they relate to one another, and then talk about the role they are playing for you specifically. So here we go. Beliefs. Simply put, uh, beliefs are thoughts or ideas that you believe to reflect truth, and they are bred of your experiences and your genetics, both nature and nurture. Surely you are familiar with religious beliefs, uh, believing that a certain type of God, history, or way of life accurately reflects who we are, 
where we come from, and so on. I don't think the definition of beliefs really needs to veer too much from this. All I'd say is that beliefs are extremely subjective and unique in all scenarios. Uh, You could say that you believe 2 plus 2 equals 4, and I could say I believe that numbers are just a man-made way of calculating things and are more of a tool than any type of reality, so 2s and 4s are just as made up as unicorns and don't have any more truth behind them than any other idea that anyone else has ever come up with. Beliefs don't really hold any objective weight. Uh, but they're still extremely important in determining who we are as individuals and as a society, and will play a big part of the identity you create for yourself. So stay tuned, because we'll talk about that. Values. Values, to me, are the most important part of this list, with beliefs being a close second, because values are essentially the results of our beliefs. They are the well-defined ends of the equation, which then dictate how we live. So if your belief is that fruits and vegetables are important, great. Now what? It's not until you structure that belief as a value that it starts to impact you. If you believe fruits and vegetables are important, then your value becomes eating fruits and vegetables. Your values are sums of your beliefs, and the ones you deem most important are the ones that you want to constantly emphasize in your life. And as we go down the rest of the list, we'll talk about how to do that. Purpose. Purpose is thrown around in two ways, one of which I like and the other I'm iffy about. The iffy definition is uh, like in the life purpose category, as in you have been born to do this one thing and it should be the focal point of your life. For example, Wayne Gretzky's life purpose is to play hockey. He was born to do it. I'm not crazy about life purpose because it seems very presumptuous to think that you'd have the answer as to why you exist. Uh, It also feels very limiting and can cause people to avoid balance in their lives. I've also seen a lot of clients and peers use it as a crutch to, uh, to feel a sense of certainty and direction, which we all crave. It's definitely not always a bad thing, but it can often lead to people boxing themselves up in unhealthy ways, like all for the sake of not wanting to feel shaky or as though they were put here at random, God forbid. And the other way that purpose is thrown around that I do like more is the idea of doing things purposefully or with purpose, which basically means uh, taking action after putting a lot of thought behind things and doing something with more meaning and intention attached to it. It's a good way of staying aware of why we do things, and that gives us the opportunity to fill our lives with decisions that we know are good for us rather than things that waste our time. So if your value is eating fruits and vegetables, You eat with purpose by choosing an apple over a cookie. You're making a decision based on what you believe will impact you in a good way, rather than eating with no thought behind it. Doing everything with purpose like this can be exhausting, and uh, such rigidity can be difficult if you try to do too much, rather than simply making it a priority more often than not. But if you do practice this stuff enough, Uh, you'll find the line, and it'll be easier to intertwine purpose a lot more casually. Vision. Your vision is pretty much what you see for your future. It is who you see yourself being, your idea of how you want to live as your best self. As you can imagine, it's often based in values or perceived life purpose. It can be as vague as just an image of who you are, or it can be as precise as an idea of how you're going to spend your days hour by hour. Goals. 
Even if you don't have a firm vision in place, uh, even if it's just an idea of some changes you'd like to see yourself make, goals are how you get there. Goals are good landmarks along the way and are made possible by performing actions that align with them, or more importantly, habits that align with them. If your vision for yourself is uh, someone who is 50 pounds lighter, then your goals might be to lose 10 pounds a month for the next five months. So each month you'll have a goal of 10 pounds lost, and some of your actions or habits that make it possible to hit that goal will probably be some variations of diet and exercise. Interests. Interests are a smaller scale version of values, I suppose. Your interests are things that you enjoy participating in and are usually bred of values or behavioral manifestations of values. If you value physical health, then exercise, making healthy smoothies, or listening to Optimal Health Daily might be some of your interests. However, I mentioned that experiences create beliefs, which create values. So I would say that interests would fall into that category of experiences and can sometimes be the root cause of values. Maybe if you've never played sports before and your friends convince you to come out and play soccer with them and you have fun, so you go a little more regularly and soccer becomes one of your interests, then it might become very meaningful for you over time, making soccer and or sports one of your main values. So interests are a little more versatile in how they can be the first and or last stop of the cycle that is formed from all of these terms. And I am going to stop there for now and elaborate on this cycle and how it affects you in our upcoming part two. What a fun and hopefully educational start it's been in our part one. I have enjoyed it. I hope you, the asker and listeners alike, are enjoying as well and feeling a bit more clear about these terms we've broken down. A lot more next time, though, about how they relate to one another, so don't miss out. In the meantime, if the anticipation is simply too much and you need to hear from us again, go ahead and email advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com, with any thoughts, uh, concerns, and of course questions you need help with that we can answer for you on the show. I will be back with you soon for the next one, my friends. Thank you for being here, and I hope you'll be back too. Bye, everybody.